What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I freaking hate hiking, but for some reason, every single week on this podcast, I, a thru-hiker, a peak bagger, a huge hiking nerd, chat with other thru-hikers and other peak baggers and other hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail. And this week's guest is back for his third episode. If you watch the YouTube videos on my channel, Kyle Hates Hiking, hence the joke I just made there, um... You definitely know this guy, Flossie, my boy Flossie Mitchell Larby. He's been on the show uh, two times, like I said. We go into that towards the beginning of the episode. But uh, yeah, he's back. And not only that, but this is actually the first in-person interview that I've ever done for Trail Tales. So making Trail Tales history over here. Um, I don't really have the audio equipment to do two-person, like in- in-person interviews, but... We made it work, and it actually sounds pretty good, I think. I I expressed some concern about that uh, at the beginning of the episode, but it actually turned out pretty well. So we basically just talk about uh, the AT a little bit, and most of our time is spent on the hikes that we've done so far this year, because we've gotten out quite a bit, because we live together now. He uh, moved up here to Vermont a few months ago, and so we talk about that too, and it was just a good time. I like doing these in person. I want to do more of these in the future. So uh, yeah, let me know what you think of the in-person interview. And Flossie, when you hear this, thank you so much. I know for a fact we're going to do it again soon because you are going to be my last resort guest if I can't find anybody, but I still want to get an episode out. So yeah, Flossie, when you hear this, thank you so much. And yeah, let's get into the plugs real quick here. Instagram, go follow me on Instagram. It's at KyleHatesHiking. And you can also go check out my YouTube channel, which is also under the name Kyle Hates Hiking. I, I have a link to that in the description. Or the, uh, not in the description. This isn't a video. This is a podcast. A link to that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, the Trail Tales Patreon. Shout out to all of my Patreon supporters. Please consider supporting the show on Patreon if you really dig this stuff. If you tune in week after week. And of course, if you can afford it, I would really appreciate that patreon.com slash trail tales also a link to that in the show notes not the description um itunes reviews five star itunes reviews i know i haven't done the thing where i read the reviews in a long time i'm way too far behind at this point i'm actually thinking about doing an entire episode where i just like read i don't know that's probably dumb but anyways please still go leave a five star itunes review if you really enjoy the show you want to help the show rank higher and help me get even richer and even more famous and um i think that's pretty much all i got for my plugs but the last most important plug i need to give right now is for this episode's sponsor you know who it is folks i know you know sawyer products they're freaking awesome and i'm gonna take a second right now to tell you about some of their international charity work because it's really really cool it's even cooler if you can even believe this than their amazing products like their filters and their bug spray and stuff like that so the charity project i'm going to be talking about today takes place in the country of fiji which is a island country in the south pacific ocean kind of close to new zealand but not really it's pretty far out there it's pretty remote and due to sawyer's work Their filters are going to bring clean water to nearly 50% of the population in Fiji who do not have access to a treated water supply, which is just so cool, honestly. I I really feel so blessed to be working with a company right now that not only makes amazing products for hikers like myself, but is also so focused and dedicated on helping folks across the globe, um, you know, get clean water and really just um, using their products to to further good in the world, it's really, really awesome. So Fiji, let me tell you about Fiji. 
Right now, there are currently more than 100,000 Sawyer filters that have been donated to Fiji that are in the process of being distributed to villages around the country. As the data has come in so far, they've noticed a number of really, really important things. First of all, they've noticed significant diarrhea reduction, which is really, really important. That can be very, very dangerous in a lot of places. They've also noticed that Fiji families have experienced an average of $22.46 US uh, dollars saved per month on medical costs and $10.50 per month saved on purchasing water. Now, the reason this is so amazing is because this saves approximately 12.5% of a family's monthly income simply just by having a Sawyer water filter, which is so, so amazing. And honestly, again, I just feel so blessed to have had the opportunity to work with Sawyer. So definitely go check out their project. Just go to international.sawyer.com to learn more about all the amazing work they're doing around the globe. Go to sawyer.com to check out some of their amazing products. I'll have a link to both of those places in the show notes. And just thank you so much to Sawyer for their continued support of Trail Tales. With that said, we're going to get into the episode, folks, number 79 with my boy Flossie, Appalachian Trail Class of 2018. Okay, here we go. Episode 79 of Trail Tales. This is a first, this is the very first in-person episode of Trail Tales ever. I'm standing, I'm, I'm not standing, I'm sitting right across from my guest right now. And my guest is somebody who I'm guessing most of you are familiar with, especially if you watch my YouTube videos. My boy, Flossie Mitchell Larby, is in the house that we both live in right now. So, Flossie, what's up, dude? Do I, need, I feel like I don't even need to say what's up. Like, we, like I've <laughs> seen you all afternoon, like we live together now, but what's First up? First off, what's up, trail... Trail Talians. <laughs> trail Talians. <laughs> That's yes. what I'm going to call them. Trail Talians. I've never thought of that before. I, I apologize if the audio quality isn't great on this one. Um, I don't have the uh, equipment to do in-person interviews. You need two microphones. I don't have that because, like I said, every single episode's been, uh, you know, online so far. And so what we've done here, it's kind of goofy. I should probably take a picture or something. But I literally just took my my microphone and I just, like... <laughs> just like put it in between the two of us and so usually you record you know two tracks one for each guest in this case we're only recording one track and this kind of microphone is meant to be used like close up and we're not super close to it so if the audio quality isn't quite as good for this one i do apologize i'm gonna do my best but it's the best we got and uh it's better than nothing so you know i'm sorry to sponsor this episode but they didn't sponsor it enough to you know, give me the funds to, to buy a new microphone. So maybe someday I'll get there. But anyways, Flossie has been a guest on the show two times now. Um, <clears throat> his first episode was the third episode of Trail Tales ever, which is really cool. And his next episode, it was the Foothills Trail episode. You, I don't remember. Yep, Foothills. I don't remember which number it was, but that yeah. was freaking probably... May of 2019, so over a year ago now. So he's back. Like I said, we live together now. So I think that's where we're going to start. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with him if you watch the uh, YouTube videos. And if you're not, you should go watch some of those videos. But um, he's been in a couple of my recent ones. And uh, I can I convinced this crazy dude that I met on my through hike of the Appalachian Trail to 
move to Vermont to do hiking and to do videos and to just be an outdoorsman. So I think that's kind of where we're going to start off here, Flossie. Why don't you just explain like who you are in case people missed your other episode and why you moved to Vermont. So, as you know, I'm Flossie. Flossie. said it a couple times. <laughs> but uh, before I moved here, uh, I lived in Maine basically my whole life till I was 18. And then after I graduated high school, moved to Savannah, Georgia. Um, stayed there a lot longer than I wanted to. Not a big fan of the city and not a big fan of the heat. But so... As Nar said, we met on the Appalachian Trail, and I just wanted a change of scenery. I was just getting tired of the city, and there aren't many places to hike around there. No, there's not. <laughs> so, you got to travel, like, at least five hours to get some good hiking in. Um, so, I figured I'd make the change and come to Vermont, and it's great, because we're right smack dab in the middle of... The Green Mountains and the Adirondacks, and we're like two-hour drive from the Whites. So it's been a great change. Um, like two months, I moved up here two months before I had originally planned because I got some job offers. Um, no big deal. I just moved <laughs> up here with whatever could fit in my truck because. <laughs> Nar was nice enough to let me crash at his three-bedroom place um, where I stayed in the laundry room, which was <laughs> actually pretty cozy. Especially when you're used to sleeping in a freaking tent, so. Yeah. So, you know, air mattress is better than sleeping on the ground, so I'm not too picky. But, so yeah, I came up two months before I originally planned, and... Um, shit, what was I going to say? Then we signed a lease. We signed a lease for June 1st. So he came up at the beginning of April. It was literally like the first or second day of April. And then just stayed at our old place for, you know, April and May. And then, you know, originally we were going to, he was going to come up in June, but virus things happened, work things happened. And so he had to come up kind of last minute, a little bit early, which was totally fine. And um, we, as a lot of you know, we moved into a new place just a couple weeks ago, and uh, now he has his own room besides just the fucking laundry room and an air mattress, so we've, yeah. been, we've been getting out and doing a lot of hiking, and it's been a good time. Yeah, so I got here, I got to Vermont on a Thursday, had a job interview Friday, and got a job that day, and uh, <laughs> oh, which yeah. was... He, somehow this guy came up and found a job, like, right in the middle of all this uh, lockdown coronavirus stuff, because we were pretty nervous, because I was like... Because he, you know, he'd already signed the lease. He'd already planned to move up here before he had a job. And I was a little bit worried. I was like, I mean, I'm sure you were too. Like how, like in the middle, people are being laid off left and right right now. How, like, are you going to find a job? And then you just got, not not to not to diminish or, or talk down your, your skill set or anything, your work ethic. But I think you got a little bit lucky, honestly. And uh, it just, it couldn't have worked out any better. So I'm I'm super thankful for that. And I know you are too. Oh yeah, I was very lucky, and I had a backup plan. If I, if I didn't get a job right off the bat, I was just gonna drive to Maine, where I'm originally from, and just stay with my dad until I found something. But mm -hmm. you know, I got really lucky, and I'm really blessed to uh, to find a job. So yeah, Vermont's pretty dope. We're in the middle of a heat wave right now, though. 
Um, as I'm sure anybody listening to this that lives in the Northeast knows, the last, well, by the time this is out, actually, this will only be out in a couple days. This is Monday. We're recording this. It'll be out on Wednesday, but it's been super hot these past couple days, but I guess you'd probably be used to that because Savannah is <laughs> a lot hotter than Vermont is, so. Yeah, so quick fun fact, last year in Georgia had... 113 days over oh 90 God. degrees. Dude, I can't do that, man. That's crazy. But I'm sweating balls in this room right now. Yeah, it's really hot in here. We don't have AC as most people who don't have a ton of money. Uh, let me... Fuck. See, I, I can't cut it out, though. I'm not going to cut it out. We're just going to do this in one take. So, anyways, I was trying to say there, most people that don't have a lot of money up here in the Northeast don't have AC. Um, and so it's really hot in my room and of course the fans are off because we're trying to get the best audio quality possible for all you guys. But anyways, we're going to be talking about hiking because that's what we do on this podcast. And we've done a decent amount of hiking since Flossie's gotten up here. Um, he's got his, we've got a list going. So I'm used to doing like various hiking challenges, right? Um, you know, a through hike for instance, or a peak bagging list, something like that. But I never decided to, like, keep track of my mileage just on random hikes. So, last summer, for instance, I probably did, like, 200, 300 miles, maybe. I'm not exactly sure, but I just never kept track of the mileage for some reason. And this year, Flossie wanted to, like, start tracking every single hike that we've done, even if it's just a short day hike like we did yesterday and almost fucking died because it was so hot out, um, all the way up to, you know, our, our weekend backpacking trips and hopefully some longer trips that we're going to be doing as the summer goes on. And so our goal, I'm making this public so that they hold us to it, is uh, not that not that we need that as motivation. I think we're going to get it anyways. But 400 miles for the summer and fall. Um, that's our goal. Our first hike was what? May 16th to May 17th. Just a little overnight hike. We didn't want to do too much because uh, it was still mud season then. You're not supposed to do too much when it's super muddy. But um, since then, we've probably got, like, we're probably just below 100 miles at this point, right? Which isn't terrible. It's like a month, just over a month, 100 miles, a little less than 100 miles. Yeah, we're around, I'd say, seven. I want to say 75, close to 80 Okay, right now. Okay, we gotta, we got to get those numbers up, but we'll, we'll get there. 400 miles for the summer. I, we're not putting, like, a, like, an an end date on it but realistically i highly doubt we're going to be like crushing miles past mid-october mid to late october that's probably about the limit of what it's going to be maybe 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 we'll do more stuff after that but as soon as it starts snowing basically we're gonna buy ski passes instead and do that so um 400 miles by say mid-october late october whatever depends on the the season that's the plan and uh i think what we're gonna do today is just kind of go through the hikes that we've done so far um, and just talk about them and then just see whatever else comes up and uh, just kind of go from there. Now that we're about 10 minutes in, we've finally established what we're going to do here. Um, Why don't we talk about the Laraway hike? All right. So first backpacking trip of the year, it was uh, May 16th through the 17th, like Nar said. But yeah, we did uh, Laraway Mountain in Johnson, Vermont. Yep. Um, the mountain itself is like 2,700 feet. And oh, you got some good records there. <laughs> yeah, man. You want, <laughs> the elevation gain is 1,489 feet. Oh, shit. And we did eight miles on that trip. Yes. It was fun. That was, like I said, that was our, our first one. And 
you know, you're really not supposed to be hiking that much during mud season. So we really, you know, he, he had just been up here. He'd been up here for about a month and a half at this point, And we really wanted to get out there and do something, but we, we held back for the most part, but we had to get out there just for, a, you know, a short hike like this. So, so get this before I came up here, like I was talking to Nara about the things I wanted to bring. <laughs> One thing he told me not to bring was my hiking gear. <laughs> and I was like, well, in his defense, he thought like I would go back to Georgia and get the rest of my mm-hmm. things. But uh, it hasn't panned out that way right now. But I'm so glad yeah. that I did not listen to this dumbass. I'm glad you didn't either. <laughs> I mean, it, it all happened so fast. He, we like established that he was going to come up probably what, like five days before you left? Yeah, it was like real spur of the moment thing. I had job opportunities and just had to take them. Cause, cause like we said, we knew, we knew the original plan was for him to come up June 1st, cause that's when our lease started. But, um, basically, maybe I'll let you speak to this, but my understanding was your job down there kind of got cut short because of everything going on with the virus and stuff. And so you were like, fuck it. If I'm not going to work down here, I really don't have a reason to. St- not be looking for jobs up there and basically as soon as he started looking he got a couple offers like right away so within five days we went from being like oh yeah i'm gonna start looking to oh yeah i've got an interview like in a couple days and like I, he just had to pack his truck basically and come up on a whim and so i was like <laughs> i i was under the impression <laughs> like he said i was under the impression that he was gonna like go back and get his stuff like as soon as we moved in here so i was like oh like june 1st like we probably won't hike too much before then like you probably don't need your backpack and stuff just take your essentials just wanted to make it easy for him but uh that turned out to be a fucking dumbass move because uh we've done plenty of hiking and he hasn't had a chance to go back yet so i'm, I'm glad you didn't listen to me either flossy <laughs> yes should we go should we hit number two up um, let's talk about, let's talk about the Laraway hike, Laraway, Laraway, whatever, ah, yes. hike a little bit. I so. do have something to add. First time I've ever hiked in snow. Yeah, like that. that's right. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a ton of snow. When we started down at the trailhead, it was, there's no snow. And for most of the way, there wasn't any snow, but you know, mid-May up here in Vermont, especially after, you know, we, we had a decent amount of snow towards the end of last winter. So, you know, once we got up around, I don't know, two Maybe 2,300 feet, just a rough estimate. Um, there was definitely a little bit of snow left. And uh, it was not – you didn't need micro spikes. You didn't need snowshoes. But it was – we were post-holing a little bit. It was a little bit gnarly. And I did just lie. It wasn't the first time that I've hiked in snow. <laughs> I hiked and just a little – like it wasn't like a light dusting. It snowed pretty good. But like the first day on the Appalachian Trail – I think it was April 16th. Um, yeah, there was snow on top of Springer Mountain when I started. And I have the picture to prove it. <laughs> Just in case you didn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't get any snow in my through hike, so. Um, but anyways, this was just a short little overnight hike. Um, we went into it basically being like, this is our first hike of the year. Um, I've kind of alluded to this. Maybe just in like the comments or maybe in my videos, and maybe I have said this on a couple podcasts, but we have a roughly 140 mile through hike planned for the fall. And so, and we're going to have to do some decent mileage on that hike. We're probably going to have to do some 20 mile days and stuff. So we're really trying to use the summer to ramp up to that. So we're not completely dead um, on that through hike. And so we, we went into this hike with the idea of, okay, this is our very first hike, our very first time carrying, uh, you know, our, our overnight gear on our backs. 
And so we're just going to do low mileage. We're just going to check out some stuff and take it relatively easy and just kind of ease into things. And I don't think anything went horribly wrong. It was pretty fun. Even the snow part was a little bit shitty towards the end, I guess. But it was a pretty good hike for the most part, I'd say. And I'd say, I mean, we've done what? Three, no, two backpacking trips, right, mm-hmm. so far. But I'd say we're in pretty good shape. We're looking pretty good for the fall yeah. when we plan to. I mean, I don't think it's the physical part. Honestly, I think the – should we say what we're going to do? Yeah, I've, I've said it I've said it before. I, I don't remember where I've said it, but I have said it. We're thinking about doing the Northfield Plaza Trail. We're not thinking about it. We're going to do the Northfield Plaza Trail in uh, probably in – September at some point we don't have dates picked out yet but sometime in the fall so that's kind of what we're working up to but I'm personally I'm not worried and I think you'd agree I'm not worried um, physically as much I think it's going to be more a mental battle especially if we don't get the weather yeah that we would like it's a tough you know when you're out there hiking like that you can't choose the weather I mean you can you can look at the weather and try to <laughs> and be like, fuck, it's going to suck. <laughs> but it's very unpredictable. So it is. I think it's going to be more of a mental challenge. I'd say I'd say we're in pretty good shape for it. Yeah, we're, we're doing pretty well. That being said, my knee's not feeling too... I mean, it's fine, but it's just a little bit stiff today. You want me to rub it for you? No, no, we don't need that. We don't need... I rubbed your back enough with all that fucking sunscreen <laughs> shit yesterday, but... Dude, it's been hot. We should talk about the hike we did yesterday, too, because that was fucking crazy. But, uh, <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? Yeah, my knee's fine. It's just, honestly, it's not even from hiking. It's from the fucking deadlifts I did, like, on Friday. That That's what it's from. Like, I'm, anyways, uh, <laughs> trying to get in shape, folks. But, yeah, we're, do- we're doing pretty good so far. Um, I guess we can go on to the next hike, which was the Stratton Pond hike, which hopefully some of you are familiar with. That video has like 7,000 views now, so I'm sure some of you listening have seen that. If not, you should definitely go check it out. Um, From May 22nd to May 24th, I'm literally reading the notes right now, uh, Memorial Weekend, we did a 24.8 mile loop in southern Vermont. So at this point, we were, I got a burp, Um, leaving it in, fuck it, uh, we were going to do – see, that's the shit I usually cut out, but they got to deal with it because this one's coming out last minute. Um, Memorial weekend. So, yeah, uh, we were not really supposed to be traveling out of state yet. Like, you could have. Like, no one was stopping you. It wasn't like you were going to get fucking arrested for it. But um, our governor at that point still wasn't – was asking folks to stay in state. And so, we were like, okay, we're lucky that we live in a place where we can stay in state and still do a lot of good hiking and backpacking. So, the idea was basically just to do like a f- our first, um, you know, more than one day, one night kind of loop and uh, just uh, get some miles in. And, and we kind of did view it as like a, a little bit of a warm-up hike too because the – the actual terrain from that hike was pretty easy. So I'm sure some some of you guys have been to the Stratton Pond area if you're based in New England. But um, it's pretty flat. Stratton Mountain isn't, but we didn't do Stratton. There's a lot of blue blazes. It's just in Green Mountain National Forest there. And we did like two miles on Friday after work. Then we did like fift- almost 15 miles on Saturday and then like eight or nine miles on Sunday. And pretty much no climbing. Like I said, the terrain was pretty easy. So 15 miles on like your second hike is a little bit aggressive, but 
it was just pretty flat and I don't know, we're, we're just savages. So it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I've been talking for the last fucking five minutes here. Flossie, what did you think of that hike? I thought, um, yeah, starting out was like the most climbing you do. Like how many miles was it? Like that you're like two, climbing? One yeah, point, two I don't remember. Like two miles. We, we stayed at a, we stayed at a nice overlook, had a nice place for, uh, for dinner and breakfast the next morning. Looking over Manchester Center. Manchester Center, yeah. Prospect Rock was the place that we we very carefully camped because I, was, I wasn't sure if you could camp there. I didn't see any signs that said you couldn't, so I did it. Um, <laughs> sorry if you're not supposed to, but we were very careful to leave no trace as we always are. And uh, that was a good way to kind of kick off the hike. And then the next day we looped around Bourne Pond and Stratton Pond. We ripped those fifth or fourteen point eight miles because I mean we started at like eight o'clock in the morning maybe like on trail at eight o'clock in the morning and we finished by like three thirty I think it was in the afternoon which felt a little bit dirty because I was like fuck we should hike further but we were also pretty gassed at that point so personally um, it was so before like the Appalachian Trail I'd only really done day hikes like in Baxter State Park for the most part in Maine but. It was nice to get out there on some different trails that I've never been on, and it actually felt like we were out there, you know, because mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. the trails weren't groomed as much. They were less traveled, obviously, than the Appalachian Trail, which I'm used to. And uh, yeah, it was nice to kind of just have some solitude and get out there. It was a good time. Yeah, we did. Part of the loop was on the AT, but part of it was. On I don't honestly I don't remember the name of the trails. It was like the Born the Born Pond Trail maybe like yeah. I don't know something like that. But it, some of the blue blazes in the Lie Brook Wilderness in Green Mountain National Forest and yeah they were definitely they were followable but they're not as worn as the AT. And I like doing trails like that. I've talked about this on the show plenty of times. But in the Whites especially I love to go on some of the lesser traveled trails because they just really make you feel like you're fucking like in the wilderness for sure and um we're gonna talk about that a little bit uh in in just a few minutes but um because we, we did a hike in the whites we're getting to here but the next hike that we did oh i have something to say okay sorry sorry so big moment big moment for nar first time oh. <laughs> getting noticed on the trail <laughs> on the stratton pond hike yeah that's true yeah so we stayed at what the Stratton Pond campground campsite? Yeah. campsite. So campsite. there's two campsites on Stratton Pond. There's the one that's on the AT, which is where the Stratton Pond shelter is, and then there's another one that's on a Blue Blaze, like half a mile up the pond. And we stayed at the the Blue Blaze campsite, so not at the Stratton Pond shelter, but pretty close by there. And uh, yeah, I got recognized from somebody <clears throat> who listens to the show, so. I don't remember her name, i got to be honest, but she was a caretaker for the Green Mountain Club that was stationed there. Um, you just keeping an eye on all the degenerates out there. And uh, she recognized me from Trail Tales, which was pretty cool. Which uh, anybody, if you're in the Green Mountain Club and if she is listening right now, Nara and I are trying to volunteer. So we want to get out there and give back to the trail. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to say that publicly because people are going to be like, oh, you're really doing it to like for your content, but I'm not going to like make a video or anything if we do it. But honestly, dude, I don't know. I, I emailed the Green Mountain Club 
uh, probably like a month and a half ago about it. I was just like, hey, you guys, I heard you guys do your work in the spring usually. It's the spring. I'm down to do some trail work. Let me know. And uh, they were like, yeah, we'll let you know. And then they just never got back to me. So honestly, we just love the work that people do out there. I mean, if it weren't for them, we wouldn't have been able to, you know, do an awesome thing like hike the Appalachian Trail. So it really, it's it's our way to give back. We're not doing it for yeah. any other reason. We just love to be out there. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not going to like film or maybe I'll make a Trail Tales episode about it, but you know, I'm not interested in, like, making a video about it or anything because oh, yeah. I feel like, especially with my videos are a little bit more, like, douchey than my podcast <laughs> is, so I would just be, like, being a dick fucking doing the trail work. So, I, and that being said, I don't even know if, like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it because they just, maybe I should follow up with them, but my understanding was they usually do most of their trail work in the spring, like, in May, and so, but I, honestly, I think it's probably because of COVID because in the original email the guy sent me, he said, like, hey... We'd love to have you do some work, but right now things are on hold because of COVID. I'll like I'll add you to the list and reach out when things are, you know, up and running again. And at this point, you know, restaurants are open here. Pretty much everything's open, even the gym's open. So I haven't heard anything back, so I don't know what's going on there. Maybe I should follow up. I hope it's not too late, but uh, you we should try. There's, there's always next year, I guess. You should wait till after this heat wave. Yeah, 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 actually, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, you want to move on to number three? Yeah, let's do it. So this was just a day hike up Camel's Hump, which is a pretty well-known peak here in Vermont, a pretty, pretty well-known peak on the Vermont Long Trail, and... Just for the stats, for those of you, I'm sure there's somebody out there who's done it before. I think your I think your height is wrong there. I think it's the height might be wrong. I just looked it up on Google. I think you're I think you're off by two feet. I'm pretty sure it's four thousand and eighty three feet. <laughs> but well, fuck he, me. He wrote four thousand eighty one feet. But anyways, uh, camel hump. For those of you that wanted the stats, we did it from the uh, Burroughs Trail, Burroughs Trailhead. Um. And we went up the Forest City Trail, looped up on the Long Trail North for a couple miles, and then went down the Burroughs Trail back to the back to the parking lot. In total, it was what seven miles on the dot and about two thousand five hundred and seventy-eight feet of elevation gain. That's actually pretty good. That's yeah. more than I thought it was. But it is a you know for a seven-mile day hike, it's a pretty difficult hike. I don't know. What do you think of Camel's Hump? Oh man, I love Camel's Hump. I Kind of, when we were getting ready for it, I'd just woken up, was kind of in a daze, but uh, I forgot a jacket, which is one <laughs> thing you definitely want when you're up there because it is exposed. Even but, in, yeah, this was June 7th we did it, and even in like, you know, early June, it's it can still be pretty cold up there, and it definitely was cold up there, and the fun thing about this hike is... We, we brought along a couple buddies, my friend uh, Sean and my friend Brad. My friend Sean, Brad's done a little bit of hiking. He's not like a hiking nerd like I was like, he never listened to fucking bullshit like this. But um, Sean had like pretty much never hiked before, at least anything like Camel's Hump. But he's like a pretty athletic dude. He played like Division three soccer in college and he's always been like a sports guy. And so he was like in shape for it. But I just thought it was kind of fun bringing him up there. And we ripped it. Like, we didn't – honestly, like, I kind of wanted to – because I knew he was in shape. Like, I knew he could do it. So, I kind of wanted to be, like, you know, push him a little bit, you know. And, and so, that's what we did. We we pretty much hiked it at, like, our normal, like, pace, which is, real, like, pretty fast for a 
a hiking pace. You know, we're not trail running, but for, for hiking, it's, it's pretty fast. And he kept up. He fucking rolled his ankle one time pretty good, but he didn't bitch. He did it. <laughs> I think a cool thing about Camel's Hump that I didn't know till I moved here is that it's actually tied for the second. Third. Oh, for the third. That's right. So, what is it? Mansfield Man- first? Mansfield is first. Uh, highest peaks in Vermont here we're doing. Mans- Mount Mansfield is first. Um, Killington Peak is second. And Camel's Hump and Mount Ellen are tied for third. They're both 4,083 feet. And they're they're pretty close to each other, too. They're, I don't know exactly how far, but I'm guessing they're like maybe 20 or 30, not even probably miles apart on the long trail, which is... You can see them from each other. It's pretty it's pretty interesting how they ended up the same exact height. See, I don't have to learn anything because Nar's just a hiking encyclopedia. <laughs> All i got to do is ask him. And, I've been doing know, this for a while, man. I've been doing this for a while here in Vermont. Yeah. So. Granted, I'm new to the area, but I did know it was tied for yes. with some mountain, which I think is cool. It is cool. Camel's Hump's a cool little peak, and it was pretty windy. There wasn't very many people up there, even though it was a Saturday or Sunday, and... Uh, I don't know. It was just fun. I just thought it was fun hiking with Sean, honestly. Yeah. And he did a good job. He also borrowed my shoes. I have two pairs of trail runners right now because I just like, I bought... The other one stunk, so I had to get a new pair. <laughs> but I didn't get rid of them, though. That's that's why it doesn't make sense. But fun fact, Sean summited Camel's Hump in the pair of trail runners that I summited Katahdin in on my through hike. I still haven't gotten rid of them. I definitely should, but they're a half size bigger than the ones I have now. And I wasn't totally positive about downsizing, so I just kept them just in case, and then I just never got rid of them. So. Dude, you should sign those, and then when we're <laughs> triple crowners, you could just sell them on eBay. <laughs> yeah, because someone's going to want my dirty fucking shoes. Like, oh my god, dude, the Trail Tales guy signed these. All I don't right, think anyone's going to. I got to open my soda real quick. Soda? Yeah. Ooh, Budweiser makes a soda now? Damn, I didn't yeah, know that. it's pretty good. It smells a lot like Budweiser. <laughs> 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 good stuff. Um, all right. Let's do uh let's do our our latest hike, and this is gonna be a little bit of a spoiler for the like the five people listening to this that actually care enough about my videos to be pissed off about a spoiler, but um we did a hike in the White Mountains I guess not last weekend but the weekend before that the weekend of uh, the, the the weekend of June twelfth through the fourteenth um we went over to the Whites at this point it it was. I think permissible to go over there so I'm still not completely sure but I do know for a fact that at this point our governor Phil Scott had said that it was okay for Vermonters to travel out of state to go to various counties throughout New England and New York like not all of New Hampshire was okay but you know the White Mountains you know it's pretty rural there it's pretty uh, wide open, so not much, not too much of a COVID problem, at least at this point. So we uh, we were okay to go over there, and so we did. We also, it's not like we were really stopping at very many places either, um, you know, along the way. So we did the Bonds, we did Mount Zealand, Mount Gaia, Gaio, Gio. I still don't know how to pronounce that. I've done it fucking three times at this point. I still don't know. But um, we parked at Lincoln Woods and then we just kind of sent it from there. I don't know. Um, what did you think of this hike, Flossie? Your first time in the whites since your through hike, which was cool. This was an awesome hike for me. It just like I before we did it, we went and looked at like the pictures on like on the internet and everything, and I was like, "Yo, let's do this hike for sure." 
So I was super pumped for it. We got nice weather, which I'm grateful for. But man, the feeling you get just standing on Bond Cliff, looking down over everything is just... Who gives you a good feeling? Boncliff is epic, and we did do the like the classic Boncliff photo where you sit on the edge. And I know there goes Flossie's phone. I know I know a lot of you guys <laughs> listening hike in the White Mountains and stuff. So I'm sure a lot of people listening have done pretty much you know most of this hike that we did. And so the first time I did Boncliff was in like 2015, and I just did a Pemi loop in like a couple days, and I got to the I got to the Boncliff like the 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 actual cliff. And it was like kind of cloudy, and there's no one else up there, and so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing. I'm not gonna sit on the edge this time." But we did it this time. We got up there. There's a couple people. It was it was still pretty cloudy, but there was a little bit of a view. And uh, I also had my camera, obviously, because I made a video of it, which will be coming out hopefully um, the Monday after this episode is released, if I get my shit together. And so. We did it. We sat on the edge. We took our picture, and it was it wasn't as sketchy as I thought. Honestly, it wasn't too bad. That's not that's not all you hike for. You hike for like the challenge, and just... that's all I hike for. <laughs> you hike for the challenge, and just you know to grow as a human being. But man, that that is that just that's the cherry on top, baby. Yeah, when you get to just stand there and look out over, and especially when you just bust ass up it. Oh, we fucking busted ass that whole day. <laughs> so like we started out that day. Um, we just, like, stealth camped off of... I don't remember what trail that is. <sighs> Fucking A. After, after Lincoln Woods, we went, like, a little bit further beyond the Lincoln Woods trail. Anyway, most of you guys probably don't care about that. But we just stealth camped somewhere Friday night. Like, the same thing as the Stratton hike. You know, we, we had to work on Friday and then left after that. And then Saturday morning, woke up, fucking ripped it up the bonds. It's a pretty steep climb. I don't... We don't have the uh, elevation gain exactly here because we did a lot. <laughs> but... You know, we were feeling good for the first part of the day. We we did Boncliff, obviously. We did Mount Bond. And then you go over Gaio, Gio, whatever it is. Giot, Gaiot. And, uh, and then you go over Zealand after that. So four 4,000 4, foot peaks in one shot, pretty much. And so... Yeah, buddy. We, we, were, uh, we were feeling good. Even after Zealand, we were feeling good. At that point, we had to decide... <laughs> cut off <laughs> there was like a there was like a cutoff planned i i'd planned to like i don't even know how to explain this without like a map in front of me but anyways we got to a point where we hadn't had an option to take a shorter route or a slightly longer route like a add like a two mile two miles to the hike pretty much and when we got to this intersection because there's for those of you who don't know there's a lot of trails in the whites there's a lot of intersections a lot of different routes you can do and when we got to this intersection, I was like, I don't know, like, we were feeling pretty good. and We, we were on top of, when we looked at the map, we were on top of Zealand. Yeah, yeah, so shortly before the intersection. But uh, Z Cliff was, anyways, we chose, we chose the longer route. Because we were feeling good, and then immediately after that, <laughs> we, like, kind of regretted it. We were like, fuck, we're actually kind of tired now. <laughs> I don't regret it now. At the time, probably when we were trying to find our campsite, I did because <laughs> I kind of like I had a hard week of work. If you guys don't know, which I'm sure you don't, but I work for a moving and storage company, so I stay very physical, like every day. 
like the polar opposite of what I do, sitting <laughs> on my fucking ass 40 hours a week in my Any, cubicle. Anyways, I was carrying a bunch of heavy shit up this hill backwards on a dolly and kind of <laughs> had like a really, like my calves were really tight. Well, by the end of the, like when we were looking for camp, it had moved down in my ankle and honestly it hurt pretty bad. I'm, I'm doing fine now, but uh, yeah, it was nice to revisit Zealand Hut. Um, a place where we had ripped an 18 mile day to uh, Crawford Notch. Crawford Notch. On, on our through hike, yeah. And then that night I slept behind a Dairy Queen, which I had never done <laughs> I before. I don't know if I've ever told that story, actually. <laughs> Maybe in one of the early episodes. I've done so many of these fucking things I can't even remember, but I don't know if I've ever told the story of us sleeping behind the Dairy Queen. Um, which isn't really not much more to it than that. Honestly, we basically just slept by. So like on our third hike back in 2018, yeah, we, we went from Garfield Ridge Shelter, I think it's called, all the way to Route 302 at Crawford Notch. It was like 18 miles, something like that. And we, we needed to resupply. We needed to go into town, but there's really not like a, a normal like trail town option on that road. But fortunately, I've driven through that area, Route 302, Crawford Notch, a million freaking times over the years going to and from my family's uh, former, because we don't own it anymore, but my family's former uh, lake house on Lake Sebago. And so I knew that about 10 miles up the road, there was like a couple little hotels, there was a little grocery store, and there was a fucking Dairy Queen. It wasn't even, it's not even like a town. It's a, I don't even know, it's near Bartlett, New Hampshire, but... I just knew there was those amenities right next to each other. And so we could probably make something work there. And so that's what we did. We, we hitchhiked to the Dairy Queen and then so it was at the end of the day at this point. And there's a hotel right across the street. I don't remember the name. I wish I did because they were really good to us, but it's not like a normal place that through hikers go. It's not like in the AWOL guide or anything like that. I don't think. And we were at this Dairy Queen and we're like, fuck, we kind of want to take a zero tomorrow. The weather was going to be bad. We were pretty beat up. And <laughs> we didn't want to pay for two nights at the hotel because at this point it was probably already like five or six o'clock in the evening, you know? And so the weather was good for the night. It wasn't, it wasn't supposed to get bad until like the afternoon of the next day when we were going to take our zero. And obviously we were in the whites and we were about to start our climb up the presidential ridge the next day. So that's why we really didn't want to be um, hiking through thunderstorms and bad weather and stuff. And so that's why we decided to take a zero. And we're, we're sitting in this Dairy Queen and... We're like, fuck, we're calling the hotel. We're trying to get like, you know, we're trying to talk, uh, not me, but one of, our, one of our buddies was kind of haggling them a little bit, trying to talk down the price just a little bit. And we were like, we really don't want to pay for two nights. And so we decided we're going to pay for the next day and the next night when we take our zero. But tonight we're not going to pay for it. So what we did, and I can't say that this is entirely advisable or legal for that matter, but... um. We're in the White Mountains, bro. Even though there's a Dairy Queen here, there's there's a lot of woods behind this Dairy Queen. And so we pretty much, there's a little like, there's like a little Jeep trail or something behind it. So we literally just walked like 100 feet into the woods behind Dairy Queen and fucking threw up our tents and our hammocks. And we just slept behind the Dairy Queen this night, which is oh, pretty how, dope. Oh, how I wish I had a hammock that night. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great for tents because it wasn't like an actual campsite, but... It was flat, at least. I don't know. But the next day was awesome. The next day was awesome. Got to take a zero. It it downpoured while we were, like, going to the diner, like, right down the street. Got some Mm -hmm. 
killer pancakes. Yeah, fuck. I'm trying to think of... I don't remember the... I don't even know if this place has, like, an actual name. It might be in Bartlett, but it's the intersection of Route 302 and, I believe, Route 116 in New Hampshire. Whatever the road that goes up to... Uh, Pinkham Notches. It's the intersection right by Storyland. If anyone's ever been to fucking Storyland in New Hampshire, uh, it's right over there. So it was fun. And we go to Stewart's, you know, to get some ice cream. And our buddy, classic again, he's trying to haggle down the dude for like. 50 oh, bro, cents. you're you're way off, Flossie. You're what? That was in Rutland, bro. That was in Vermont still. Oh my god, yeah, I guess <laughs> it all blends together, folks. See, yeah. I, I only remember the details of this stuff because both of those areas were places I'd been like I, many times yeah, before. I, so I guess if like fucking yeah, classic the, likes to haggle though. <laughs> I, I guess if there was like a Dairy Queen right there, why would we go to Stewart's? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And what better place to camp behind than a Dairy Queen? I mean... Shout out to Dairy Queen, honestly. I think we both agree on this, but Dairy Queen is our favorite fast food restaurant. Oh, yeah. Nothing tops it. Nothing tops it. I wish we had Dairy Queen here in Vermont, but we don't. But New Hampshire does, apparently. But anyways, um, back to this year. (laughs) That was a nice little nostalgic trip there, sleeping behind the Dairy Queen. After Um, an 18-mile day, ripped it. So anyway, <laughs> so anyways, we made a back to this White Mountains hike we did, uh, you know, the other weekend. Um, I think this was the first time that we really like. Whoops, that was my the tab on my beer can there. We really like kind of soda. Yeah, our soda cans. We really pushed it on this hike. Yeah, and uh, we were both very dead by the end of it. And um. I don't know. I loved the campsite we stayed at. We we basically stayed right on like on, on a beach, which was which was cool. Kind of reminded me of back to the foothills trail. There were a lot of like cool sandy beaches. Like, yeah, you could stay. Yeah, on. actually did. Um, it was nice. We were we were we were in the most remote part of the Pemigewasset wilderness. Is that, is that yeah. what it is? Pemigewasset wilderness. I think that the Pemi, the Pemi wilderness. We were basically smack dab in the middle of that thing. Yeah, so it, was, it was cool to be out there. We sure. were on the Thorough Falls Trail, I think it's called, um, just at a stealth site, and it was a good time. It was it was a it was a really cool campsite. And then the next day, we hiked out on Sunday. So, the day we drove back, we hiked out probably like... 10 miles. It was like 10 miles, but it was honestly one of the easiest 10 miles I've done because it was completely flat the entire time, which is not normal for the White Mountains. It's I feel like it's pretty fucking hard to hike 10 miles of flat trail in the White Mountains, but that's what we did and looped back to the car at Lincoln Woods and uh, grabbed some food, grabbed some ice cream, made it back and went to work the next day. So, it was a good time. It was a really good time. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should say about this hike. Uh, oh, well, I learned something. Um, I've never seen, which you'll see in the video, but I've never seen a bird called a gray jay. Oh, that's right. So, like, we stopped for lunch and this huge bird just, like, just, like, <laughs> it's, like, on the limb right we were, next to us. We were pretty high up. We were right, f- f- at, for anybody who's you know knows the White Mountain Trail system, we were right at the uh, intersection for the... Gio Gaio shelter right at the spur the intersection for the spur there and this bird was just like coming up to us like right on your hand and shit that was pretty cool yeah there were two people who were like kind of telling us like yeah that's a gray jay they they literally will take food out of your hand they store it all summer for the winter but yeah all you had to do was just 
put some trail mix in your hand and it literally would come up and grab it. Is greedy. that bad? You're probably not supposed to do that, but I don't it was know. Cool. <laughs> they're greedy bastards. I can tell you uh, that. I had never done anything like that before. It was cool. It was cool. I don't know. Uh, we were peer pressured into it. That's what I'll go with. But um, no, I really just wanted to do it. <laughs> we're supporting the local bird economy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's tough times right now. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. Uh, I guess the only other thing about that hike I'll say is there's a video coming out soon. I literally started the editing like fucking 45 minutes before we started this episode. So, should be out next Monday. So, go check out. I know like a lot of you guys probably don't really care about like the top 10 fucking backpacks. Like those style of videos that I put out. And I honestly understand because those are pretty cheesy. But I also got a couple trail videos coming out now. So, the Stratton Pond one, like I mentioned, is out already. You can go check that out. Um, it's called Washed Up Through Hikers Revisit the Appalachian Trail. And then this this um, uh, White Mountains one should be out on Monday. Smash it. Smash, subscribe, bro. But uh, yeah, go check that out. Um, it was a good hike. And then let's talk about the hike we did yesterday. So like yes. I said, I think I said this earlier. Today is Monday, the 22nd. And yesterday on Sunday, we just did a short hike, just like a we didn't travel this this weekend. We had some stuff going on or whatever. And so we still wanted to get some miles in. So we did Mount Mansfield, the forehead of Mount Mansfield here in Vermont. And this, I'm not going to lie, this was, even though it was probably only like, we got to add the mileage. We don't have the mileage, you know, off the top of our heads here. But this was one of the fucking hardest hikes. It was probably only like five or six miles, but it was just so damn hot outside. And of course, my dumbass chose the route up that's like the most exposed with like fucking rocky sections where you're at baking in the sun. And it was like, it was like 90 degrees. It was almost, yeah, it was like 90 degrees at the trailhead that we left from, which is the Stevensville road trailhead for anybody who cares, which is already up in the mountains. It's not like in town. It's already up pretty high. And it was already, it was still fucking 90 degrees. Like, Oh my God. It was just, it was so hot. It was, I was just dying, dude. I'm just like, I'm still dying thinking about it, honestly. And like earlier in the day, I had gone fishing, so I already was sunburnt. <laughs> I could still and, see your shoulders are still pretty red. <laughs> and Nara was like, yo, like, I think there's a chance of thunderstorms. We're going to stay lower or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Let's just, let's just climb to the forehead because, you know, we don't half-ass shit. So we don't. But, uh, <laughs> Anyways, and we yeah. ripped it too. We hiked pretty fast because, like, we st- we started going at like our normal pace, and then eventually, especially once we got to like the second half of the climb up, so probably the last like mile and a half maybe was mostly exposed, like mostly up on the rock. And um, I was like, "Fuck it!" Like, we can either take it really slow and just bake in the sun for even longer, or we can just fucking keep hauling ass and just get up and down as fast as we can. So that's pretty much what we did. But I was dying, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. Like, my skin was just on fire. <laughs> I'm not that burnt, though. Like, well, you had... I had a how's, tank... How's, how's the back of my neck look? I had a tank top on. Oh, it looks pretty good. Nice. I'm surprised I didn't get burnt, honestly. I had a tank top on because, um, like, you'd think I would know better on these hikes, <laughs> but <laughs> I had a cotton tank top on. So, I got a nice, like, farmer's tan, I guess you'd call it, <laughs> from the tank top. It's it was great. tough. It was like a Sunday, but we didn't leave. We didn't start hiking till like three o'clock in the afternoon, which would not advise most people to hike like a 4,000 foot mountain starting at three o'clock in the afternoon. But I'd done that loop like a bunch of times in my life. 
I knew the trail pretty well. And we're also just like pretty fast hikers, like I said. So we did it and it sucked. And we literally saw like two people the entire time, which I was really surprised because it was a Sunday and it was sunny out, nice weather. Except for the fucking heat. That's probably actually why we didn't see anybody. But I guess it was later in the afternoon too. But I don't know. I guess we were the only ones fucking stupid enough to be up there. But we did it. We got it done. And then I'm, I'm sweating just thinking about it now, honestly. Well, I'm excited to do the forehead to the nose yep. to the oh, chin. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And look at the Adam's apple. Yep. <laughs> yep. So there's another great hike you know, we're getting into the nitty-gritty details of Northeast stuff here. But uh, basically, if you leave from the Stevensville Road, you can go up basically the same trail that we did, the Maple or the Frost Trail, I think it's called. Frost Trail. Yes, Frost, yep. Up to the Forehead and then take on Mount Mansfield and then take the Long Trail north to the Chin, which is the highest point in Vermont. That's the summit of the true summit of Mount Mansfield. And then from there, you can take the... Sunset, or maybe you have to take Laura Cowles, either Sunset Ridge or Laura Cowles down and then back over on the CCC road, it's called. So I'm not sure exactly mileage, but I think it's probably around like 10 miles maybe. And uh, you can basically just do all of fucking the entire ridge of Mount Mansfield and just rip that shit in a day. Um, and that's that's a future hike we have planned, just a day hike. Well, oh, I didn't want to cut you off, You're but good. Since, since we're on the topic of future hikes, should we talk about... What we have in the plans coming up? What do we, oh, we have, so yeah, okay, yeah, I'm down, honestly. We're getting towards the end here, so yeah, we got like 10 minutes left. Um, don't don't click off now, just because I said, I, I learned that very early on on YouTube. Never say that the video is coming to an end, because then people click off. Anyways, it's a little bit different with podcasts, so um, yeah, I think we only have like two plans right now. Well, I, I would say Three? Three? Yeah, um, the um, the cranberry. Oh, 50. I wasn't counting that too. Yes. Okay, you're right. Three. Yes, I'm glad you want to. I'm fucking glad you want to do that. Um, yeah. So we got three hikes all in the Adirondacks planned. Um, three like bigger hikes, I guess. So the first one is the MPT, as we talked about, Northfield Plaza Trail. Um, we'll probably do some more episodes on that as the time approaches, as we start to prep and stuff. But right now we, we're still a couple months out from that. So I, I haven't really thought about it too much, but two other hikes that we want to do that I've, I've talked about both of these briefly on the show before, but, um, the Cranberry Lake 50 is one and the Adirondacks, which I'm going to talk about cause I don't think Flossie knows anything about this hike. <laughs> I do not. I know. Do cranberries grow on the trail? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I did it before. And I didn't see any. So, it's just a fifty-mile loop trail in the Adirondacks near, uh, well, Cranberry Lake. It's in Saint Lawrence County, pretty close to where I went to school, Clarkson University, Potsdam, New York. Um, and then the other hike we have planned, besides the MPT, is something that was hi- or something that was talked about pretty recently on the show. My episode with um, James Appleton. We are planning roughly. And it's kind of hard to commit to this, honestly, because it's a pretty tough hike. But we want to do the Ultra, the Saranac Ultra Sixer, which just if you don't remember, it's a, there's six peaks around the town of Saranac Lake. They're not connected trailheads, but they're all pretty close to each other. And you do this thing where you basically just start in the middle of town, you start your clock, and then you go hike all six peaks, and then you come back to the center of town, and that's when your time stops. And... We want to do, it's like 30 miles and like eight or 9,000 feet of elevation gain. 
and you're supposed to do it in 24 hours. So that's what we're going to try to do, which this makes my knee hurt just thinking about it. But I'm honestly so pumped for that. It does sound fun. It's just, I like to challenge myself. So that, that's like a great challenge we can do. And we've watched videos on it and no doubt we can, we can definitely do that. I think we can do it. Yeah. I do want to wait until the end of the summer just to get in even better shape because you know, we, we haven't really done, you know, we've done like a 15 mile day. I think that's the f- the longest day we've done so far. And granted that was with packs and over fucking mountains and stuff. I guess this would be over mountains, but at least we wouldn't have our heavy packs, but I kind of want to add something to this. I've never, I've never told you this before. There's a McDonald's in the center of Saranac Lake. And I think it'd be funny if we, in the middle of the challenge for dinner, we ate McDonald's. <laughs> Dude, that would be great. That'd be epic. <laughs> it might be kind of hard because we're going to eat like way too much because we're going to be fucking hungry as shit. And then we're going to be like, fuck, we still have to go hike like two more rounds. But Dude, we could just pack it out. Just eat it. Eat it oh, that's true. That way we have to keep going. Yeah, that's right. Just grab a couple of McDonald's. <laughs> the, <laughs> oh, Mac- yeah. the McDonald's Saranac Ultra Sixer. make gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but no, but another thing I would like to do is I've done like two-thirds probably of the Pemi loop, but I would like mm. to do the whole thing sometime, and it would honestly be epic to just do it in one day. We actually passed two guys <laughs> when we were going in. Like, literally right as we left the trailhead. Yeah, we, uh... Like, we were still in the parking lot, pretty much. Yeah, what was that? Oh, for the Bonds, right? Lincoln Woods trailhead, yeah. Yeah, Lincoln Woods, yeah, and they were just dead. They we were just... hobbling, like, literally, <laughs> like, you could tell they had just done a single-day Pemi loop, and I was like, damn... Good work, boys. And they were like, "Oh, only ten hours behind the record." <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't really know what the record is, but probably pretty fucking fast. So I'm sure somebody listening knows. Yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. Good for them, though. A single day Pemi loop would be that'd be pretty epic, dude. I'm so stoked to be here, bro. Oh yeah, we're yeah. doing some fun shit. Yeah, like this is definitely what I needed. I needed to friggin' come up here and get out of the city even though i'm in the big we're in like the biggest city in vermont you just travel 15 minutes anywhere and you're you're in the country you're in the boonies baby (laughs) yeah dude dude i'm so stoked for the next adventures we got oh hell yeah we're gonna try to do something this weekend hopefully my knee's feeling better um and hopefully the weather's good too but uh yeah savannah's cool savannah georgia's cool shout out to anybody who lives there my parents live pretty close to savannah so i've been there a couple times but Nah, not really for me. <laughs> Shout out to my buddies, Ben, Zach, Erica, if you're listening. <laughs> They're Miss definitely not. They're definitely not listening. <laughs> they don't They're not like hikers. They don't give They're a not. shit about this. <laughs> not, not that you can't shout them out, but, but if you do hear it. Yeah. I think on that note, dude, I think we're going to, I think we're going to end it here. So Flossie, thank you for coming on for your third episode. Folks, no you're definitely going to hear a lot of Flossie and probably my dog in the background there too. Oh, a couple dogs, actually. <laughs> Sorry about that, trail trail tailians. Trail tailians, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, I think Flossie's going to be like my... This episode we planned to do, but I think he's going to be like my last minute, like, oh shit, I need an episode, like, fucking, just yeah. let's do it. <laughs> that's all I'm good for, holding that's... the camera for him. Oh, we didn't even talk about the video him. stuff, because Flossie's been helping me out with the videos, too, not just on camera, but off camera as well, and he's been fucking killing it, so I just keep buying him beer, that's how I'm paying him. That's great. And then, um... Yeah, I think that's going to do it. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. Hopefully, the audio quality was okay. I'm going to do my best. And thank you, Flossie, for doing this. Uh, Uh, Thank you guys for listening, man. Keep listening. Subscribe to Nars channel, man. We're putting putting in work. We are putting in work, and it's it's growing, so it feels good. It's starting to pay off, so really, thank you guys. Really appreciate it, everybody. Take it easy. Mm